Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Want to talk to you about the sin that ensnares us. I know uh, one of our last times I uh, talked about uh, laying aside every weight. So we're still looking at Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, now we're talking about all the heroes of faith that was mentioned in uh, Hebrews chapter 11. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. The writer here, the Hebrew writer, equates this life to a race. I think that is a very good comparison because we are journeying, but we're always moving forward. We can't go backward in time. You would never go backwards in a race because you would never get to finish. In other words, you would never reach the goal. In looking at the race, we want to be able to run free with good, clean strides at a pace we can maintain. So what is the sin which so easily ensnares us? What is it that traps us, trips us, tangles our feet so we fall? It can be different for each of us, and we need to examine ourselves to identify those things. It can be any of these mentioned in Galatians. Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 21. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Or it can be any of these from Romans, which are similar, but they're not all the same. Now, this is Romans chapter 1, verses 28 through 32. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. They are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. There may be sins that are not listed exactly in these two groups, but most are identified by their selfish nature. It's not hard to know when we are acting out of God's will. Are we acting in love? 
would I do this in front of my mother, my father, my grandmother, or my wife? You know, you get the idea. It's a fairly easy or simple test. We must examine ourselves and clear the path for ourselves. You know, we're following the Lord, right? So we can run the race, make the journey without all the stumbling and tripping and falling. Yeah, we'll probably still have some of that. We're not perfect, but we can eliminate a lot of it. Jesus told us to eliminate the sin from our lives. Matthew chapter 5, verses 29 and 30. If your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from you. For it is more profitable for you that one of your members perish than for your whole body to be cast into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. For it is more profitable for you that one of your members perish than for your whole body to be cast into hell. The Lord gives us these extreme examples to illustrate the point, and he repeats it twice so that we will pay attention. He shows how bad sin is for us. He tells us, again, sin will kill us. Real death. Jesus doesn't really want us to maim ourselves, but to eliminate sinful behavior and temptations from our lives. If we have a problem with what we watch online, turn the internet off. Maybe even get rid of our computer if we need to. If we're watching the wrong things on TV, consider turning that cable or satellite off. These are a couple of simple, easy-to-understand examples. We must examine ourselves, each of us. Eliminate the sin. Eliminate the temptations. Flee from immorality, I think. Uh, I think maybe Paul says at one point, though it could be in Hebrews, it could be the Hebrew writer. I, I can't remember exactly, but I was thinking it was Paul. I've heard this phrase, and I believe it is a good thing to think on and remember regarding sin. I do not know who the original author is, um, and I may not have the quote exact, so this is my approximation or paraphrase of it, okay? Sin will always stay longer than you want it to, will always take you further than you want to go, and will always cost you more than you want to pay. Hope you have a wonderful day. I want to thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.